Today, our reality includes lots of hand washing, sanitizing, mask wearing, and disinfecting. So if we follow all these best practices to be clean, are we really clean? We sure hope so. A common practice for my family after we go to a restaurant or into a store is to spray all of our hands down with sanitizer. It's just the crazy norm for us now as we try to protect ourselves from a virus. As clean as I may think I am, when you're dealing with a virus you can't see, you never really know if you actually may be contaminated. So we do our best to wash hands, wear masks, disinfect, and we isolate if we have symptoms, have tested positive, or if we know we've been exposed. All of a sudden, in society, it feels a bit like we've been broken down into two camps, the clean and the unclean. If someone is sick, we want to stay far, far away. We want to stay on the clean side. Back in the Old Testament, God's people were very aware of what was clean and what was unclean through the Mosaic Law. To be able to worship God or even draw near to God, you had to be clean. Anything unclean could not be in the presence of God or used in worship. In Leviticus 10.10, we see how being clean was used to represent being holy and pleasing to God. So the burden to atone for sin and remain holy was a heavy burden to bear. There were things you couldn't eat, touch, or do because you would be considered unclean. If you were unclean, there was a very specific process to go through to be purified and once again made clean. If someone had leprosy, they were definitely considered unclean and had to literally yell it out so no one would come near. Can you imagine? In Leviticus 13, we read how lepers were sent out of camp, isolated, and had to make it obvious they were unclean or sick by tearing their clothes, having messy hair, and wearing a cloth over their face. Trying to stay clean before the Lord was a daunting task in the Old Testament. Thankfully, Jesus, the promised Messiah, made a way for all who will believe to be clean, not only with truth and how we should live and the choices we make, but more importantly, on the inside. Luke 11, 37 through 41. When Jesus had finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him. So he went in and reclined at the table. But the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal. Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees, clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. You foolish people, did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But now, as for what is inside you, be generous to the poor, and everything will be cleaned for you. Did you catch that? Jesus didn't wash his hands, and in the eyes of the Pharisees or religious leaders who prided themselves on trying to be perfectly clean on the outside, following every law, they couldn't believe Jesus wouldn't follow that rule. Jesus called them out, shining a light on the true, greedy, and prideful, unclean condition of their hearts. We may be doing all the right things and following all the rules on the outside to stay clean, but if our lives aren't covered and changed by the grace of Jesus on the inside, we are unclean and unable to be reconciled to God. We can't wash or sanitize enough on the outside. Only Jesus makes us completely white as snow.
That's the truth. Yes, do all the things to stay safe and clean on the outside. But remember, when it comes to being clean or unclean in the eyes of the Lord, what matters is the condition of your heart. I'm Lori Klein.